The Kayfabe Crunch is fueled by Egg Slabs, a fluffy, nutty, clotted treat from the people who brought you shark nuggets. Fry up a half pound of Egg Slab, season with nutmeg, and start your day the eggy way. All the best wrestlers eat egg slabs to stay fit, but so do the worst ones. Everyone loves a fat slab. The Kayfabe Crunch. I news what I want, when I want. Good news. This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. I'm Isaac, inverted atomic drop. Coming up on today's edition, we have all the latest from Raw. Plus, really? Again? Okay. Plus, we give our infamous diamond ratings for the matches at Payback. But first... On this day. In grappling history... In 1977, Pat Patterson became the first Intercontinental Champion. Allegedly winning the title at a tournament in Rio de Janeiro, some so-called fans say this tournament never actually took place. But personally speaking, I say that tramples on the legacy of the other semi-finalists, who were, of course, Arby Denny, Otto von 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 von, and L fake name. The masked sensation. Legends. Every last one of them. Legends. And in 2007, CM Punk defeated John Morrison to win the ECW Championship. His first in WWE. Punk took the title home and placed it on the middle shelf of his fridge, as he did with all of his championships. In one interview, he commented, I do that with all of my championships. They just look so hot, and I want to take care of them. Just let me chill my little gold babies in peace. Thanks for finding the time to stay informed with fact-based wrestling news journalism. You're quite clearly a calm consumer of credulous credibility, and your body will thank you for it. And now, let's get on with the Orton Opportunity News. Top story, there can be only one. Raw began with the announcement of a one-night-last-night series of matches to determine McIntyre's opponent for next month. Despite being included, Orton took some issue with this, once again demanding he be able to trade his silver spoon for a title opportunity. Those things must be worthless now. He's he's flooded the market. Orton stated that he's the only person dishing out kicks in the WWE. But we have to ask, what about Pat? Pat McAfee? That match he had at TakeOver? The man with the legendary leg? Hashtag Orton versus McAfee, which is one consonant away from sounding like the internet security wars of the noughties. Orton then claimed that McIntyre had spent his weekend getting together with some friends, and as evidence showed a photo of Drew with the five legends Orton has kicked all together in a big hospital bed. But let's make something clear, this image can't have been real. Because obviously Drew was kicked at the Thunderdome, 
and the others were kicked at the performance centre. That's two totally different local medical facilities. <laughs> we're not idiots, Orton. We know the other five were in bed next to each other at the hospital and that you just photoshopped Drew McIntyre's face in. We're journalists. We're wise to your game. In the three triple threat qualifying matches, the results were as follows. Keith Lee won. Dolph Ziggler, nil. Randy Orton won, with major assistance from Alistair Black. Kevin Owens, nil. Mustafa Ali and Bobby Lashley called off due to poor weather conditions. Seth Rollins won. Dominic Mysterio, nil. This meant the main event last night consisted of... Keith Lee, Randy Orton, and Seth Rollins. And that's the results. An alliance between Rollins and Orton didn't last too long in the match. Clearly, it wasn't what was best for business. That was an authority reference. Sorry if I gave anyone flashbacks. Lee managed to land a spirit bomb on Rollins, but that sneaky snake man slithered in, hit an RKO, and won the match. The interesting point here is that Orton pinned Rollins, meaning he believes Lee's finishing maneuver is more powerful than his own. Naturally, this devalues the RKO by 7 percentage points, but buy low, sell high, now is a great time to invest. And now it's time for your fast count, the second pay-per-view in the week of news. Brock Lesnar is now officially a free agent. We can't say for sure which company he might sign with, but what we can exclusively reveal is that people will speculate without evidence. Mia Yim clearly revealed as a member of Known as Retribution. Authorities will hopefully have questions for her tomorrow night. Otherwise, none of this makes any sense. The Iconics forced to split as a tag team. Only time will reveal if this is real, or a John Cena has been fired from Raw sort of deal. R-Truth regains his 24-7 championship by pinning Tazawa in the parking garage. He used a roll-up when he could have used one of those yellow things as a weapon. You know, those yellow arm thingies? The things that block the cars that look like big robot arms, big huge, big transformer, big arms. They block the way until a payment has been made and then they release. I, I don't think they actually have a name. No, parking bar- yes, yes, parking barriers, that's it, parking barriers. He could have used the parking barrier as a weapon. Does, doesn't really matter now though, it's happened. Mickey James and Natalia stake their claim for the Raw Championship. Asuka reportedly confused by WWE's promise to deliver new young superstars. Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir dominate Raw Underground, as well as the pairing formerly known as the Iconics, who now, according to wrestling lore, can't even be friends. MVP promises three things in life, death, taxes, and Bobby Lashley. It should be noted that Inland Revenue doesn't accept Bobby Lashley as a reason not to pay your taxes. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. 
If Clash of Champions is next week, I swear to God. Once again, it's time to rummage in our bag of precious minerals and award our prestigious diamond ratings to the matches from Payback. Just as a quick reminder, these ratings are official and indeed final. So any ratings you hear from other wrestling news outlets in the coming days are now null and void. They don't know what they're talking about and quite frankly, they're absolute nonsense. Okay, first up, we had Bobby Lashley defeating Apollo Crews for the United States Championship. This was a methodical domination by the challenger, who gains bonus diamonds thanks to the diamonds being worn by MVP at ringside. 13 and a third, diamonds. Next, Biggie beat Sheamus on his path to prove himself as a single star. Not as much gyrating as usual here, so we'll have to minus a few gems from the total, as this match simply wasn't sexy enough. As you all know, our scientists need to see just a smidge of sex appeal before they dole out the mega gems. That's just wrestling, honey. 9.26 Diamonds. Matt Riddle defeated King Corbin in a grudge match where the king's ransom was not actually on the line. Now, some sources say the king's ransom is a sack of 20 solid diamonds. And if that's proven true, we'll have to take them into consideration going forward. But for now, we give this 16 and a fifth in diamond fragments, which obviously totals around eight diamonds and one small sapphire. Next up, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax captured tag team gold from Bailey and Banks. Now, the finish of this match was an absolute rich source of diamonds, as Shayna managed to activate a diamond combo bonus and successfully unlocked the secret mineshaft by holding both opponents in a submission. Powerful stuff, 24 and a half diamonds. In an upset victory, Keith Lee put Randy Orton away in under seven minutes. This match began with the Randy Orton special. Five strong headlocks, with each earning Orton a shiny diamond. However, the sudden spirit bomb by Lee really catapulted this match into top diamond territory. Now, as a cheeky behind-the-scenes look, I can tell you that on this one, the mathematicians disagreed with the geologists leaving the grand responsibility of deciding a diamond total to yours truly. As in all walks of life, I'll be siding with the rock men. 19 Diamonds In the penultimate match, Dos Mysterios defeated Rollins and Murphy in tag team action. We at the crunch are starting to get a little tired of seeing this match. So, we're down in diamonds by double digits just by virtue of this match taking place. Although it must be said, an exciting finish bumped this one up a little. Four to the power of 1.3, diamonds. And finally, Roman Reigns won back his Universal Championship in the main event. Now, Reigns wasn't the man earning the diamonds here, let's, let's make that clear. It was Strowman and Wyatt bashing the ring to bits that earned them a jackpot of seven black diamonds. 
which equal roughly 12 and a half actual diamonds. Look guys, you know it's coming. We're looking at a classic 21 diamond match here. But you personally, you're a smart and attuned listener. You, you already knew that. Well, there you have it, our official diamond ratings for Payback 2020. If you disagree with any of our diamond ratings, we're sorry, but that's your problem. And quite frankly, you'll need to take a long look in the mirror because mathematical wrestling ratings don't get more accurate than this. No, sir. We have scientists, mathematicians, and geologists, apparently, as, as of today. And if you really want to be the sort of person who argues with cold, hard data, well, like I say, that's your problem. All diamonds are final. <sighs> When's Clash of Champions? Oh, thank God. Okay. Really glad it'll be another month before I have to say the word diamond. And there's just time for a quick weather report. Fall Brawl falls on a small mall in central Senegal. Summer's rays are coming to an end as we now officially enter the age of the fall. I rhymed fall with fall twice. That's not... That's, that's low effort content right there. Join us Saturday when we'll ask, does SmackDown have an underground? And remember, you can support this podcast by recommending us to a fellow wrestling fan. Tell them it's the news, but it's a little different. Tell them it's experimental. It's jazz. Tell them it's jazz wrestling news. Yeah. Oh, f*** me. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch. You're not quite daily. Not quite news. Bump. For the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is fueled by Egg Slabs. Due to the presence of bad signet bacteria, doctors warn you should only eat 12 egg slabs per day. So that's why we're using the handy slogan, down a dozen, to market our moist slabs. Chug from the protein-packed oviduct of a healthy female chicken, because that's completely normal. The Kayfabe Crunch.